Dive in to an ocean of possibilities with the DKM program of the American Council of the Blind. Get connected and build a strong leadership foundation. Apply to become a 2024 recipient of the Durward K. McDaniel First Timers Award. Get curious, explore, become engaged, and focus on making impactful contributions. Apply to become a 2024 ACB J.P. Morgan Chase Leadership Fellow. If selected, you'll be sponsored to attend the ACB conference and convention and learn how to navigate the waves of leadership from mentors and leaders of ACB. Don't delay. Apply today. For more information and to complete the application, visit www.acb.org slash DKM. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the second part of a six-part series called Tuning Up Your Tunes. I am Lisa Brooks. With me today is Goodwin Bruneau, and um, we are here to talk about singing and hopefully give you some tips and tricks to make that a lot more fun and enjoyable. Um, we apologize for the late start today. We had some technical glitches come up, so we appreciate your patience and hopefully um, you will enjoy the call that we've prepared for you today. Um, really quick, um, just want to touch on if you, we, we really wanted to design these calls so that if you miss any of them, you can just jump right in where you are. That being said, if you did miss the first one, we are available on podcast at acbmedia.org. Um, if you click on the podcast link, there's a search bar and you can type up the words tuning up your tunes, the name of our call, and you will find us there. Um, so just as a real quick recap, last week we covered things like singing myths, um, you know, do you have to have a be born with a singing gene? Are you too old to learn to sing? All that kind of stuff. Um, we talked about practicing and uh, a little bit about the body as an instrument. Um, so what we're going to talk about today, and Goodrin is going to do most of the heavy lifting for this call, is we're going to talk about things like what is, uh, we're going to talk about the anatomy of singing, what is pitch, um, what does it mean if you're singing sharp or flat? And we may get into vibrato um, and how vibrato can influence pitch. And we may also talk about the practice of warming up your voice before you sing. So we are still learning and we are, we may have too much for this call. Um, so if any of the topics that we get, that we don't get to cover, we will hold them over for next month. Um, so I'm going to turn it over now to Goodrin, and she's going to talk about the anatomy of singing. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> to borrow some concepts from the study of phonetics, there is the place of articulation and the way of articulating. First, where do we articulate? The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue? You recognize that old song, right? Not a bad concept to start with. 
from the teeth. Going further in, there is that row of teeth sockets, and that's called the alveolar ridge, A-L-V-E-O-L-A-R. Further in there, there's the hard palate, then the soft palate, the larynx, which you can feel if you put your finger under the chin right where it meets the front of the neck. The slightly hard uh, protrusion in it, uh, you can feel it when you swallow, it moves. And um, it, the, then here you have the thyroid cartilage uh, uh, with the two pairs of horizontal vocal folds, the lower vocal cords. They are the, the um, <clears throat> what to sing with. And this is the, they, they meet to form the glottis or the vocal opening or the vocal slot. And uh, so, um, so that <clears throat> that lowest part, the, the the pharynx, kind of that's where you have those the thyroid cartilage and everything, and that's what makes it possible for you to uh, to, to have airflow coming and food go down and on. Um, so the <clears throat> the mechan- uh, <clears throat> there are cavities that allow you to sing nasal cavity, the oral cavity, and the labial or lip cavities. And now for the way of making sounds, that is different types of sounds. We have got the plosives, also known as occlusive sounds. This means that the air is totally occluded or stopped and that's following that there is a, a, a sudden release, sort of like an explosive uh, phenomenon there. <clears throat> if you press the lips together, then let the air out explosively, you'll get a sound. Up. If you put the tongue up against the inside of your teeth, and or up against that alveolar ridge that I talked about, you get the you get the t sound. If you put the top of the the tip of the tongue against the hard palate, you get the t sound. So these sounds can be either voiceless, as you would just uh, ttk, or voiced b b g. It's the same place and the same manner of articulation that you put the voice on there. You can know whether some something is voiced or voiceless if you put your hand on the larynx and you'll hear the difference because the b is vibrating. So the next type of sound, there are friction sounds. These are called fricatives. And the voiceless ones with the lips is as in Frank, the tone, the, the voiced one is v for Victor. So these are labial fricatives. And then you, the, the teeth are involved, and then you get the, and the d. And with the hard uh, palate, uh, the tongue against the palate, you get k and k and g. 
Now, nasals, you, you, you often think about a nasal art way of speaking, as in cannot speaking through the nose, <clears throat> but it's actually not that, and it's not, and neither is it the fact that the nose is sometimes stopped by a cold, and they, <clears throat> when they are ringing, that these are nasals, and they are, uh, with their lips, we get that mmm sound. <clears throat> with the teeth involved, we get mmm. And with the uh, palate, the tongue against the palate, we get mmm, as in long, hang. So let's hear somebody with very distinctive nasals. The uh, contralto, Marion Anderson. Uh, example one, <laughs> please. Es grünt ein Nussbaum vor dem Haus. Luftig, luftig, breitet, erblüht wie die Blätter aus. Viel lieblicher Blüten stehen Almost as if, um, where am I? Okay. So, uh, what's about that thing about the alveolars or the dental? Well, the Latin language, like Italian, Spanish, French, they don't go against that alveolar ridge at all. But you Americans do. You do. You don't say you do. You know. <laughs> it's almost as if there is an R coloration in there with the alveolar ridge. The Latins are truly dental, I can assure you. <clears throat> now, um, as for the vowels, we have open vowels, and they are sounds produced with the tongue far from the roof of the mouth, such as ah, a, now well, a is a little bit of a, but, but uh, um as opposed to the 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 the, um, uh, the closed ones are where the tongue is close up against the roof, e for example. Now, in the uh, Italian language, they boast of having the only pure vowels: a, e, i, o, u. And now the, the French, they have all kinds of other uh, vowels. They have the nasal vowels, en, 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 and en. And um, they, then they also have n, which is similar to the German u with an umlaut. Very different. And <clears throat> so. In the English language, we have uh, e as in heat. We have a short e as in hit, and that's a little, little um, further back, I think. Then we have e as in head, and then we have this a, had, man. 
and we have that uh or the long uh where where they actually the you often have an r after that and then we have r as in father and we have all as in call or ooh or uh, and and the short one oh now <clears throat> Now that's the end of the anatomy lesson. <laughs> so that was awesome, Goodrin. Any questions? Um, why don't we put everybody to sleep? I was trying now to get you, to you talk do, a little louder because you, you, you're not you, being heard too easily. <laughs> All right, if you have questions. I'm going to skedaddle on to voice types. So, Stacy, um, was that your comment? Was that you wanted yes. her to talk louder? Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That was the only hand you had, Gudrun. So oh, they okay. just would they would like you to talk a little bit louder if you could. And before we yeah, before okay, we go I, on I to the, and before we go on to the voice types, I just want to say really quickly, um, the neat thing about knowing all this anatomy and all these different things about what different. Um, how different people form vowel sounds in different languages is those things really can help you when you are singing your own songs in terms of like with your tone or later on when we get into talking about ranges and when you're trying to sing something that's really, really high, you know, and you're trying to form the word and different things like that, all of that stuff um, comes in really handy because when you understand sort of the mechanics of of how that works it helps you form your tones better as you're singing so anyway i just want to put that in and uh, go ahead goodrin and tell us about the various voice types <clears throat> all right <clears throat> we have <clears throat> from high to low uh, if uh, <clears throat> let's see if i can get us oriented here. <clears throat> Little Udrin fell off the call. Oh no! I heard the I heard the sea. Yeah, she fell off the call. All right. Well, um, we're gonna go a little bit out of order to give Goodrin some time to come back. Um, and and actually, if if she's gonna fall off, that's a good time to fall off because since we're starting a new topic, just interrupt me, Sheila. Okay. Uh, whenever she comes back. I will. Um, oh. Yep, I will. Okay. Um, one of the things that we were going to talk about a little later is something that I don't think gets enough love, and that is um, warming up your voice before you sing. And, um, you know, Goodwin has, has some things about that. But I found an Alexa app, and... Um, and it's it's a it's a skill that is designed for guitar players, but it has a lot of things that can work 
for if you're singing and you want to do a quick warm up and um it's it's simple so if you have an a lady um you know you can have it do a warm up and basically you can make any sounds whether it's you know ahs or es or oos or os or words however you want to because there's no it doesn't give you any it just plays notes on a scale so it doesn't give you actual things to do um necessarily just scale notes to follow um anyway i thought it was a cool app and hopefully you guys will will find it interesting um and i'm going to have bell play that for you it's it's a short clip it's only about 2 minutes and um hopefully it will give you some something fun to do if you want to warm up with your a lady and before she plays it um i did edit it out so all of our a ladies don't go off um and some of the skills that it says that it can do it no longer does um so it used to be you could tell it to give you guitar chords for certain songs that doesn't seem to work anymore so i don't know if they're not updating it but what i basically did in my demo was to try and show you the things that i know for sure okay, here that I am. this skill does and here i am okay um here i am again awesome all right <laughs> why don't we um <clears throat> Why don't we, Goodwin, what I was going to do was I was just going to play my little demo real fast um, yeah, that yeah, just yeah, talks about the Alexa skill. Um, and then Absolutely. we'll go into, and then we'll go into Absolutely. the voice types. So, Belle, if you could just Absolutely. play that. Yep. This is a demonstration of the A-Lady skill, Rock Out Loud. A-Lady, Rock Out Loud. Yay! Let's rock out loud. I can play any existing chord like an A major or G sharp minor. I can play drum beats in different tempos, play your vocal exercises or tune your guitar. I can play backing tracks in different keys. Tell me, what would you like to do? Vocal warm up. Sure, would you like vocal warm up one or vocal warm up two? And two. Cool, let's do it. Got it. Tell me, what would you like to do? Play drum beat. Would you like a rock beat, a funk beat, or a blues beat? Blues beat. Would you like a slow beat, moderate beat, or fast beat? Fast beat. Here we go. guitar. Here are the notes to tune each string on the guitar, starting with the low E string. Now it's moved up to A, and it's going to go to D. Stop. You got it. See ya. All right. So that was the skill rock out loud. So um, I know that's a little bit more than just warm up stuff, but I thought for those of you who are guitar players, or even if you want to play around with pitch and, and 
um, play with intervals that go up by fourths. Yeah, you can kind of sing along with that. Um, all right, so now we're going to um, move back to our previous topic, and Gudrun is going to talk about the various voice types. Thanks, Gudrun. All right. Sorry, I I, I tell, remind me never to walk away from the phone. I was trying to reach the piano and play, and that unplugged the phone. <clears throat> so from voice type, from high to low, they, um, uh, we have the ranges that uh, I will talk about here are typical ranges. There are exceptions, of course. The soprano goes from C4, that's one octave above, uh, middle, uh, no, that is the middle C, from middle C to G5. So in here we have a lyric soprano like Kathleen Battle, Maria Callas, and uh, uh, Mirella Freni. And uh, we have a dramatic, dramatic soprano like Gerdit Nielsen. And, uh, uh, <clears throat> and then we also have the spinto soprano and she can handle balancing between dramatic and lyrical and can also uh, handle uh, occasional belting like Christina Aguilera. And uh, <clears throat> uh, then we have the mezzo-soprano, that's A3 to A5. So uh, let's hear uh, one of those. Example nine. That was Cecilia Bartoli. Others include uh, Marilyn Horn, Beyonce, Whitney Houston. Uh, she has, who has been accused of having an infamous gospel jaw vibrato. <laughs> and we have then the alto goes from E3 to F5. Uh, they include uh, Alicia Keys, Adele, Tina Turner, Marian Anderson. The contralto, F3 to F5. Cher, Stephen Nicks, Karen Carpenter. We have countertenor, which is a male singer who can reach tenor and even soprano ranges. They sound very ethereal and lyrical. They have been trained to emulate the voice quality of castrati singers. They don't have to uh, do the other part, luckily. James uh, Bauman... Uh, Alfred Deller, Andreas Scholl, who have been heard singing some alto repertoire as well. And next to that, we have the <clears throat> we have the heroic tenor B two to B four, even B five. They are robust and dramatic voices. Jonas Kaufman, Loritz Melchior, Jussi Björling. We have a tenor C3 to C5, Michael Crawford, Juan Diego Flores, one of my uh, favorites. We have baritone, F2, 
to C5. And, and Bing Crosby, uh, Wolfgang Holtzmeyer. Let's say here him, he is great. Uh, example seven. And after that, we have bass who goes from E4 to, uh, let's see, E4 to now how far does he go? Well, <clears throat> we'll hear one very soon so you'll get an idea. <clears throat> Johnny Cash, Enzo Pinza, and of course, Ivan Rebrov. Listen to this drinking song um, example. In Ich könnte Why do it? 
well, finding a vocal routine that works for you can be challenging in, uh, in the beginning. So <clears throat> why you need to warm up uh, using a set of exercises or finding songs that will do the trick. Uh, because warm up helps you thin out the mucus secretions that can coat your vocal folds, bring blood flow to the vocal folds, the tissues, which help you sing better. They help eliminate breaks that happen when you sing something totally cold. Form up the resonators and articulators in your voice that are responsible for enunciation, registration, and singing from your lower register up to the higher one. That's from your chest to your head voice. And the, the one, the stuff in between. <laughs> and remember, lyrics better. You can first exercise the resonance in the lower part of the range with your chest voice. And then you next you take a, a passage that you higher notes in it, but mainly in your comfort zone. Uh, then finally you go up a little higher. Maybe if you can, you can try the the uh, uh, the, the head voice. Okay. Your upper range, by the way, you can go comfortably. Um, and and I would say too um, that the, the thing about warming up, at least for me, is that it's a good type of transition from I wasn't singing to now I am singing activity. Um, usually, if when I practice singing, it's it's after lunch or it's after dinner. And I, I notice that when I don't take a couple minutes to warm up, I'm still thinking about um, the, the dishes and the thing I just cooked and I need to get the laundry done and this and that and the other. Um, and, I, and I find that I'm not really focusing on singing the song that I'm there to practice for karaoke or for whatever. But when I take the time to actually do the warm-ups, it's a good transition to get my head out of what I was just doing into actually concentrating on singing a song. Um, and and um, I think that's actually been really, really helpful. Um, and, and I think, and I don't know if you were going to mention this, Goodwin, but I know for me, feeling like when I take the time to warm up, I'm less flat or sharp when I sing, and, and we're going to get into what all that stuff means. Um, but um, it, it, it actually helps I, I actually find that if I do the warm-ups, I don't need to spend as much time practicing a song as when I didn't do the warm-ups and saying the same thing. Um, wh what do you think about those things, Gudrun? Oh, absolutely. And uh, it's better to sing a little bit every day, uh, 10, 15 minutes maybe, than two hours at one go. And uh, good uh, singing technique includes things like proper diaphragmatic support. You know, that belt that can go in and out. Posture, open throat, soft palate placement, tongue placement, and overall vowel placement. So, and one good 
there, there are two good demos that can take you through the the uh, register that you have. One is a, a lip trill. <laughs> And um, the tongue trill. So now you get to make funny noises when you sing. And if you've been yeah. in choirs or um, vocal lessons before, you know the joy of those things. Um, if you've never done them before, um, they're actually a lot of fun. <laughs> and I think they serve two purposes, right? Not only to warm up your voice, but actually... To also relax your face um, and relax your muscles in your face because tension is not your friend when you sing. Um, go ahead, Goodwin. Yeah, no, that's good. So uh, now we should go into perfect uh, the pitch situation. Um, pitch is basically the ability uh, to, to hit the note, and uh, if you're if you're going to sing an A. You think that that's the tone you're going to hit. Perfect pitch. It's also called absolute pitch. That's the ability to sing any note at will on the spot without a reference note. You don't hear anything else. You just Some people can just hit that A or whatever it is. No guitar, no piano, not even a tuning fork. You know instinctively how to sing on pitch. I don't have that. <clears throat> I have what's called a relative pitch. So I guess some people think that you're born with perfect pitch. So I do talk about this. Talk to my parents about this. Room. <clears throat> some, uh, uh, so. It's not necessary to have perfect pitch to be able to sing in tune. You can learn to sing in tune with good old-fashioned practice and ex and uh, but you can and you but uh, you you can also when you sing and you sing with other people and you sing a tune and you have an accompaniment and you 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 know what note you can hear you remember what you sang before. You can use the so-called relative pitch, the ability to hit the right note in a particular context. Melody, song, phrase, chord, whatever. So um, why am I singing flat? Or sharp for that matter. What does it mean to sing on pitch? You know, avoiding flat singing, for example. So. Uh, here I was going to play the piano a little bit and show, but I, I'm not going to do that because I'm going to get off. Flat means you are singing lower than the uh, desired pitch. <clears throat> so if you're going to sing, Happy days are here again. But you slide, Happy days are here again. Well, you, you, you sang flat a little bit there, and then you sang sharp a little bit there. So when you sing uh, sharp, you're above the pitch. Why that? Why things like that happen? Uh, um, <clears throat> you can um, that 
singing can be related to maybe a weakening of the, the core, uh, the vocal folds get a little thicker, maybe your ear isn't quite as sharp, and um, that's what, what the, the vocal folds uh, are doing, you know, because when you, if you're singing flat or sharp and you wonder what that is, uh, it's that the, the vocal cord has to do a, a lot of work. If you stretch a rubber band, uh, you uh, can, you know, it gets more and more tense the higher you go. And that's kind of the, 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 the uh, vocal cord has to work harder for you to sing higher. So when the, when, if you hold the rubber band and pluck it, then don't have any tension, you don't hear any sound. If you stretch it a little bit, you have a lower sound, or you get a higher sound. So, uh, so that's something to remember if you are frustrated by not wanting to sing as on pitch as you want. <clears throat> so, uh, any questions? Um, before we take questions, um, the other thing, and, and doing those warm-ups can help with pitch because it forces you to, to do those scales um, and, and helps with the the whole ear training of kind of hearing where your voice goes. And if you're not, one thing you can do, I, I tried to look for an accessible pitch monitor um, because sighted people can use these things all the time. And if you do have some vision, you may find it useful. There are some free ones that you can get online. And it's basically you just sing a note and it shows you on the screen with lines um, whether you're singing too flat or whether you're singing sharp. Um, and it'll show you visually by lines um, which way you need to go in order to hit the note. Um, and I haven't been able to find one that's accessible. I guess the technology isn't quite there for that. Um, but if if it's, you know, one thing you can do that, that's helpful and nobody likes doing this is recording yourself when you sing, um, whether it's doing a scales or something like that. Um, I know I don't like hearing my own voice either, but it's very helpful because what, what sometimes what you think you sound like in your head is a lot different than what actually comes out of your body. <laughs> um, but, but if you can record that, and, and try and see if you're matching the notes that you're thinking that you're matching. If you've got a keyboard and you can, you know, do five finger scales or something like that, or even just practicing with that, that warm up that I previewed earlier, um, you know, that, that can help. Go ahead, Goodwin. Now we come to the vibrato. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got um, <laughs> Goodwin, I, hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I, yes. Maybe we should hold vibrato for next month because it's already. Um, what time is it now? Um, it is forty-eight after. Um, and we can't. We 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 need to stop it at one, um, or whatever the top of the hour is, and it's it's uh, forty-nine after the hour right now. Well, we have twelve minutes, don't we? We have ten. We have ten. Oh. 
Okay. So, All so right. I think I think it might be better if we um, stop for just a second. There, there was one thing I wanted to cover, um, okay. but I, I didn't want to. I didn't stop you fast enough <laughs> to okay. get it in. And it was talking about those a couple of things that have to do with more warm up exercises. Um, I just wanted to let people know that you can. Um, there are actual free warm ups. If you are an Apple Music subscriber, there are warm-ups there. If you're new to singing, um, if you look up someone named Jessica Ford, um, she has a really basic kind of warm-up. Um, I actually created a playlist in my Apple Music library that's just called Vocal Exercises. So if you look up singing exercises, uh, vocal warm-ups, um, you'll find lots of them from beginner ones to really advanced. Um, and some of the advanced ones, they, they do things like harmonic scales and all these different jazz scales, blues scales. I mean, you can get really crazy with these things. Um, but, but, it's, but if you are a subscriber to Apple Music, they are free uh, with your subscription. It's just a matter of finding them and, and um, using them on your phone. Um, I have a couple of other ones that I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry I didn't write them down. I will try and remember to do that um, next time if anybody's interested. The other place you can look for free vocal warm-ups is on YouTube. Um, YouTube has lots of them from lots of different people. Um, if you like someone to talk to you and sort of give you that pep talk while you're warming up, um, there's a YouTuber named Cheryl Porter. And um, she's a vocal coach, and so she'll she'll give you these really cool exercises, and she'll say, "Keep going," and you know, really kind of um, sort of a cheering buddy <laughs> on there. Um, there's also, and and when you're looking for warm ups, if you know your voice type, you know you want to try and find ones that match those. So find um, if while well, you're doing your search on YouTube, you know, put in your gender and warm up um, or warm ups for altos or things like that um, because that'll help narrow down because you, you don't want to be uncomfortable when you warm up. You want to, you want to warm up in your comfortable range. So definitely look for those ones that um, fit your, fit your voice type. Um, and I think that's all that I wanted to add. I'm trying to look at the time and my braille display is not cooperating. Okay. So we have, we might, we, go ahead. Good. No, did you say you wanted to go 10 after? No, we we're, I don't think we're able to go 10 after we okay, have to stop okay, okay. at have, the, at the top of the hour. Yes. Questions? We have time to take maybe one or two. So as long as y'all make them quick, go ahead, Sheila. And Abby, um, Abby, you can unmute. Excuse me. Um, so uh, I really enjoyed the, I like that rocket out skill and I'll definitely try that for him. So you have a hard time getting motivated to warm up. So my question is, I have a nasty habit of rushing a song, especially when I'm accompanying myself. Is there a, an A-Lady skill or an iPhone app that could act like a metronome that I could practice yeah, with? To, okay. Metronome, definitely. You, you can... The, the uh, uh, you can probably download that from I I have a metronome on my iPhone. So okay, just call it metronome. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it all is. Right. So that's what you, yeah, that's all you need. Cool. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. you can also right. do one, uh, Abby, you can also, uh, Alexa has a straight metronome skill as well. Um, okay. And you can just say something like open metronome, play okay. 60 beats per uh, you know, 60 beats a minute. second or, or a minute. Thank okay. you. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the rock out loud, um, you heard the beats that it played and right. it also had slow beats. Um, right. So any, sometimes that, that helps um, because, you okay. know, you, you're trying yeah. to stay on track with those. But you have to figure out what kind of, you know, uh, if, it's, if it's too fast or too slow, there's no way to change it in midstream, is there? Um, you know, if it's going too fast, it just slow it down. If it's going too fast, no, you'd probably be better using the the metronome, the electric metronome. What, yeah, skill. that's what I was yeah, thinking. Because that's, yeah, that's but, easier to yeah. change. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Great question. Thanks, Abby. All right, Sheila. You're welcome, next? Melissa. Good afternoon. Or well, yes. <laughs> um, hi there, Gudrun. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for doing this again. Um, so I just want to recommend one more um, person, a voice coach. Um, he's worked with top actors and actresses and singers, um, but his name is Seth Riggs. And Mr. Ridge, that's spelled R-I-G-G-S. And Seth is the one that created those tongue trills and those lip trill exercises. Um, he was the creator of that. Um, but he has excellent, excellent exercises that you can do Um um, he's, he's in his seventies, I believe now, and I'm not sure if he's still alive, but he's an excellent vocal coach. Um, I've watched his uh, YouTube videos and they're just wonderful. And then also another warm up exercise that you can do to help warm up is if you just do some slides and do like, you know, things like that, um, that will help your voice as well. Uh, in fact, it's an excellent vocal health, uh, type exercise. So I just wanted to point those two things out. Awesome. And I, yes. And Seth Riggs, I believe worked with like Sarah Bareilles, Michael Jackson, a whole, Bette Midler, Baker, a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Anita Baker, Whoopi Goldberg. Think about that one. <laughs> He's worked with like, and Celine Dion, Celine Dion has worked with him and Josh Groban and all kinds of other people. So he's excellent. Again, that's R-I-G-G-S. If you want to look him up on YouTube. Thank you very much. Thanks, Melissa. All Who's right, next, Sheila? Jeanette. A metronome app, Tempo Perfect. You can do anything you want. You can change your speed. You can change your beats per minute. It's awesome. And Jeanette, while you are here, why don't you tell us about Warm Me Up? <laughs> oh, there's another. Um, I use Warm Me Up. And again, you can get that through the App Store. It has everything. It has like... Um, different vocal exercises and you can pick your range you can pick your male and your female um, and I that's the one I use and there is a cost for warming up it's $5.95 um, but it, it sounds like a really cool app I think you can get it with advertisements for oh yeah I probably did pay for it because I didn't want to have to worry about ads. I saw it yesterday on the, I, I almost downloaded it. <laughs> you should, you would love yeah. it. All right. Thank I'll you. Take a look at it too. Yeah, thanks. 
All, All right. right. We got, probably you, have you, time for one last one yep. if it's real fast. Chanel. Okay. Well, I was just wondering if any of these vocal warm-ups would be good. I do a lot of um, recording, just uh, like voice reading schedules or whatever. A lot, of, not necessarily singing, but having to, you know, record a bunch of stuff of whatever. And so, would these warm-ups or are there any, you know, specific warm-ups that that would be good for just kind of I hear so much clickiness in my voice when I go back to listen to the recordings and, you know, I, I know we're our own worst critic, but. Um. I, I can't see how they would hurt, um, you know, especially if, if you're like me and you kind of have some vocal fry sometimes in your voice that I, I noticed that if I warm up, that helps get rid of a lot of that stuff um, right. before I sing. And also make sure you have water. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed that that also exacerbates it if I if I didn't drink enough water. Well, it seems like whenever I'm going to read or I always have so much saliva. It's like, okay, I've got to, uh, anyway. Um, yeah, but but thank you. Goodwin, any, any comment? If you, can, if, you can, if you can email me your question, I think that I have some that I got from a, an acting, uh, you know, a narrator coach. Uh, uh, I I can point you to. So if you uh, if you have my, uh, am I allowed to? No, ma'am. Yes, so? I can is, get it through a, community or Goodwin can because Goodwin is actually a business owner and oh, she has okay. a website. So okay. Goodwin, why don't you go ahead and give your website and your email address? Uh, okay, my email address is Bruno Goodwin at gmail dot com. That's B R U N O T. B-U-D-R-U-N at gmail.com and my website is gudrunbruno.com Spelled the same way, just first and last name. Um, all right, we're at one minute till the hour. I would like to take this opportunity to thank um, all of you guys who have been patient and have joined us today along with our streamer, Belle. And our host, Sheila, for managing all those hands. And obviously, my partner in crime, uh, Goodrin Bruno, for all those wonderful um, tips and uh, information about everything that you covered today. We hope you guys join us next month. We will be back um, on the second Wednesday in March. Um, and I know we are going to cover vibrato. <laughs> so hope to see we you are. then. Thanks, yeah, everybody. I will restart my computer before I even try to log in to make sure that I don't have that. that, that I'll, 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 work. I'll make sure it doesn't happen. Thanks for your patience, everybody. <clears throat> Happy Valentine's Day.